Good Friday morning, everyone. How y'all doing? Get a shout out. There we go. Got, let's get somebody yelling way in the back. I like that. So today is Friday. Better look at my sheet so I don't mess this up. Friday, February 16th, 2024. So this is your Friday morning meeting. And uh, I'm Dave White up here. And with me, I got John Harden in our safety department. And uh, hey, this meeting's wide open. If you all have questions, concerns, whatever, make sure you bring them up throughout the meeting. We'll have a number of different speakers. We got a great lineup, Johnny, too. We'll be hopping, rocking, and rolling. We do. I think we have some some new speakers maybe out in Pennsylvania this morning. So awesome. Well, let's let's get her moving. Let's go. Speaking of PA, let's head on out there. We got Rick Gifford out there. Good morning. Man, you got a rock and roll crowd going. They're excited. They're ready to go. You know, it's uh, we had a great week this week. You know, the students coming in and they're excited to get the, their CDL license. Uh, you know, matter of fact, this morning I had, I had one of the drivers come up to this morning. He's uh, he was showing me that he got his purple badge. He, he had a green badge, so he, he got a purple one. He, he upgraded. He got his uh, CDL license, and he was really excited about it. Just wanted to tell me, and it was that was awesome. That's great, man. Yeah. So uh, what else you got going on out there in PA, Ricky? Uh, you know, it was really windy today this morning when I came in. It was there the gusts probably 30, 40 miles an hour. But uh, we're looking at a, a, a nice little clipper that's going to come through tonight. You're going to throw some snow on the ground. Something to be cautious about right there. So if you're heading out there or you're out on the East Coast, be aware of that up in PA. And uh, I'm sure in that general area, they're probably calling for it, right? Yeah, right in this area. You know, you know, when those clippers come through, they come through quick and they dump a, you know, two, three inches of snow and they just, it just gets really, really slick. And uh, you got to be careful. If it starts snowing, just slow down, you know, increase your following distance, get away from that crowd and, and uh, just do your own thing, man. And if you have to, park it. Uh, sometimes just waiting a few hours can make a big difference. So, all right. Yeah, no Rick, doubt. Well, no doubt. Appreciate it, buddy, and uh, look forward to seeing you next week down here. I think you're coming this way, so it'll be great to have you. Hey, yeah, I'll be down there on Monday. Uh, save me those uh, DOT inspections, would you? We'll do. We'll save them for you. So, <laughs> anyway, heading out west. Let's go out west. We got the Aaron Ward and Tyler Patrick. Guys, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Yep, you've got Aaron and Tyler with you this morning. Um, much like PA, we had a lot of people coming through getting their purple badges this week, which is always a good event. Um, they, they are so happy to be done with that training and uh, moving on to the next phase. Um, likewise, we've got some weather coming in out here. Forecast for a little bit of rain and snow today, especially in the higher elevations. It's not spring in Utah yet, so I want everyone to stay careful and uh, be aware of those weather conditions. And I heard you had a pretty good instructor's class this week, too. We did. We had one of our largest instructors class classes uh, this week that we've had in a long time. And uh, a lot of people coming through, getting involved in the training program, which is a great deal. We want our best out there training the next generation of prime drivers. Perfect. Sounds great, man. Congrats. Tyler, you got anything to add? Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, just, you know, as Aaron mentioned, we have some weather moving in. Just something to keep in mind is if you get snow or ice accumulation on the fifth wheels, 
uh, make sure we clean it off before attaching to a trailer. You know, one thing to always remember, regardless of the weather, whenever we do our tug test, we still want to get out, get under the trailer, look up into that fifth wheel jaw and make sure that the latch is all the way across that kingpin before we take off. We've had a couple issues over the last few weeks. People dropping trailers, loaded trailers especially, are really difficult to get back up and they can present a lot of damage to the trailer. So just something to be mindful, guys, as we navigate through the weekends and weather and just in general. That's a good point. Make sure you got a flashlight with you too, because even daytime, it's hard to see those jaws are wrapped around that kingpin. So good point, Tyler. Thank you very much. So back here to spring, back here to Springfield. How y'all doing? There we go, John. Sounds a lot better. I know they're awake, ready to go. Good morning. All right. So I'd like to right now take this time. You know, if you're new to orientation this week, I know Rick brought up a a guy up there and, and go through our orientation in Pittston, you know, happy to be moving on. If you're new to Prime's orientation, all three locations, uh, Pittston, Salt Lake, here in Springfield, if you could please stand, love to give you a round of applause and welcome to our family. All right, thank you very much for standing and uh, good luck. You guys have entered, uh, you all entered a great uh, uh, job opportunity here at Prime. And uh, it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to really you know, better yourself and your families. I'm not going to, we're not going to lie to you up here. It's a tough job. And there's times you're away from home. There's times, you know, you're out there. Like Rick says, they're planning on two to three inches of snow, which can create more problems than getting dumped on with snow. You know, and it covers that road. They can make those roads hazardous, which makes your job hazardous. So, but at the end of the day, you remember safety is always number one and your safety and that of the motoring public. So remember that. And we want you to learn too. And so if you have questions, ask, by all means, ask your trainer, ask safety, ask your fleet manager. Not only that, get to know your fleet manager today. You know, when you're, you get assigned a fleet manager, go up there and introduce yourselves. If they're on site, talk to them for a little bit, get to know them. They love to get to know you too. That's what makes this whole thing work is relationships. And besides that, road assist, log department, you're all going to be assigned as a, an individual. And then, so get to know them and uh, understand, you know, understand what makes them work and, they, and share your, your side of it too, why you got into this business and what you want to do and what you want to obtain. Johnny, you've been a fleet manager over 15 years. Anything else you can add? I have. It was actually 11 but okay oh that's close. right you so, moved into operations more but yep so yeah so no welcome everybody if this is your first friday morning safety meeting first week with prime here we appreciate you being here and i know that we did our research on you and, and you probably did your research on us as well so you guys picked a great company but i want to echo what dave was just mentioning about getting to know the associates in here that you're working with your fleet manager your fleet manager is your lifeline right build a relationship with your with your fleet manager build a relationship with that road assist advisor your payroll associate all those folks are going to are here to help you be successful in your business that's what we're all here to do we're here to help help make you safer you know a couple of things talk a little bit about the weather up in pennsylvania you know we just encourage everybody you know wait it out let the road crews do their work slow down pull over Take an extra 10-hour break. Whatever you have to do to be safe, we want you to do that. We want you making the right decision out there. You're the captain of the ship. You'll hear that term a lot here. You're the one that makes that decisions. We're not out there on the roads. We don't know what those conditions are like. So, Yeah, good, all good points. And uh, one thing I want to bring up here before I forget it, and it just hit my mind, you know, surprisingly, um, we've got 57 drivers that will be getting either their two, 
three, four, or five million mile safe driving award come Monday night, John. So if you're, yeah, give them a round of applause. That's a 57. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, just a reminder, that'll be Monday night at 5 p.m. The doors open over here at the Oasis. If you've responded that you're going to attend, that's great. Thank you very much. If you're late and you all of a sudden you're thinking, hey, I can be there, hey, let us know. Let Pam Linhart know. We need to know for the counts on food. But this is an invite, so only those that are getting a, uh, their award will be there, and it will be great. We'll have a good time, and that's, you know, the cream of the crop there. About a month ago, we had our 1 million mile drivers, and, we recognize and now we're to the two threes fours and we got one five million mile driver which is awesome been here 38 years so incredible yeah no doubt Give him a round of applause. yeah no doubt so what do you got for us john all right we'll go into our our inspections here first you know we look at these every week dennis looks at them and then one of the safety supervisors looks at them as well we had a great week this week. We had 120 total inspections and 85 of those inspections were clean. So 71% pass rate on that. Outstanding, correct. You know, this is free money that the Prime hands out. You turn in a clean inspection. If you're an independent contractor, it's $100. Company driver, $25. You know, simply for doing the things that keep you safe on a day-to-day -day basis, doing your pre-chip inspections, making sure your equipment's in good shape, making sure your log books are in order. And just make sure, making sure you're doing what you're doing driving down the road, supposed to be doing. So one thing I did want to mention here, uh, I, I do want to talk about accident reporting. And, you know, very important, if you're out there on the road and, you know, if you're at a truck stop or a customer, whatever the case may be, if, if somebody ever accuses you or, or says, hey, I think that you grazed my mirror, grazed my trailer, whatever the case may be, you know, if you get out and look and you don't see any damage, you know, don't leave it at that, please. We want to protect you. So if any anything like this happens to you, please give us a call and you'll get myself, Dave, Bill, Rick. You know, one of us will pick up the phone and, and we'll just go through it with you and just explain to us what happened. You know, I was at a customer and this guy said I hit his mirror. I don't think I did. Take pictures, send them in, because the last thing we want to do is get a call six months from now and said, hey, this is your driver. You know, I got his truck number, I've got pictures of it. This happened six months ago, and they send us a picture and his door needs replaced, right? I mean, it happens, right? So protect yourself, anything like that, always report it to us. And especially if you're at a customer, you know, these customers are out there taking care of us, right? So we need to take care of them. If you may have gotten your tires off of a, a drive or a, a parking lot or something and put a rut in their yard or grass or landscaping. I mean, it's very important to reach out to us so we can immediately reach out to them, take care of them, let them know that we care. Hey, we're sorry. We didn't mean to do it. But, you know, we had an example earlier this week we talked about where we had a driver that pulled in, turning around in, in a parking lot that they shouldn't have been in and, and ran over an electrical box and just kept going. You think that that driver felt that electrical box go underneath the trailer tires? Absolutely, right? So we want to keep a good image for ourselves. We want to take care of our customers. We want to do the right thing by our customers. So please, whether you think you did something or not, always double check. Always let us know. Always report it. And, and I guarantee you that that will be better in the long run. 
and we understand too times of the essence when you're out there on the road you know you're trying to get to the 01 you're trying to get to the 90. so if you don't want to sit on hold you don't want to call or you're on hold you think you're on hold for too long you can just do a macro 38. macro 38 on your qualcomm mode is the initiation of an accident report or incident report that gets sent into us we can see that right away and we'll send you a message to give us a call where it's safe to do so. We don't want you calling us when you're driving down the road or you get into a customer, or you go, you're going through an inspection or something. No, you know, when it gets safe time to do it is when you're stopped, you got a few minutes on your hand, give us a holler. You know, don't wait for a day or two to call back, but you know, within reason, give us a call back. But Macro 38 does that. And I'm just going to add on to what Johnny said too with the, uh, you know, accidents, incidents, but this includes spills too. If you have a fuel spill, a uh, reefer side well, it could come from your tank, could come from the reefer unit, uh, flatbed, same thing, fuel tanks, or on a tanker side, come from product spills. Make sure you report those as soon as possible so we can jump on it. If it's small, many times you can clean it up yourself. Throw some floor dry on it, sweep it up. That's great. Makes it easy. Other times we need to get an environmental company there. If we do, it may you know, prolong you having to sit there for a little bit. But the quicker we can jump on it, the quicker we can attack it. We don't want fuel or product getting into the grass or drains. So if we could stop that, that's awesome because that, that limits our cost. Plus, it doesn't get in the environment either. So a lot less reporting goes on with states and with federal government when you don't have to you know report that hey we got fuel or we got something in drains when that happens there's reporting requirements that we have to do so you know if we could stop that from happening that's awesome whatever you can do if you could plug a leak if you did puncture a fuel tank whatever you could put in there to stop it the less fuel out the better off we are but make sure you report those don't wait on it and don't leave them there because you know john mentioned you know customers see this and they do you know vast majority probably 90 over 90 percent i would say if i was guessing have cameras so they know what's going on they can go back and look and they can say hey there's a prime track that did we don't want that we don't want that image just let us know we'll get it taken care of many times some of these are reported as incidents so they're not going to be on your accident record but you know it is what it is let's take care of the damage let's move on from there and we'll take care of our customers and they'll be a lot more happy with us down the road so absolutely hey, Dave, absolutely Dave. Yeah, Hey, uh, real quick on that, not only uh, Macro 38, uh, you can go to the Prime app and go to Report Accidents, and you can actually do an accident report right from there and take your pictures right from there also. Yeah, perfect. Right there, Rick brings up a good point. We forgot about the app, but that's it. You can go there and upload your pictures. It's pretty simple, man. If if I can do it and Rick can do it, uh, you know, hey, you all can do it. I can tell you that. So. I don't know about Johnny. No, Johnny's one of the younger generations. He has all this technology stuff down. So you, I don't know about that. Yeah, you do. Come on. But, you know, one thing we need to do is we need to thank Mr. Blancett and his crew oh, yeah. here in Springfield and at Pitts in the Salt Lake City for this great breakfast. So if everybody can give the chefs a round of applause. I haven't partaked yet, but I will. I promise. There you go. No doubt. So should we move on? You think they heard enough of us? I think so. Let's get some <laughs> folks up here to talk. Let's go, man. Who do we got first? So we're going to bring Brendan yeah. up in our log department. We're going to bring somebody from our log department up every week to speak going forward. So good morning, Brendan. Good morning. All right. So I do have quite a few things to address with all of you today. The first being the most recent Omnitrax firmware update that was pushed out. This was pushed out to just a portion of the fleet. We're looking at about 600 trucks that were impacted, and we have put a pause on this update. We noticed when it was going through, 
both the personal conveyance and yard move options were disappearing. That's the reason we put a pause. Um, now, if this were to happen to you, all you need to do is turn your ignition to the on position, go into your hours of service tab, click on the eight day tab and select log request. That will push through both the personal conveyance and yard move options to you in a matter of minutes. The next thing we need to address is going to be paper log books. We are still seeing several drivers being written up for not having a paper log book or the instruction sheet on board. This is an FNCSA requirement. You've got to have it with you at all times. Do not make it easy for DOT to write you up. These are free of charge at the Springfield, Salt Lake, and Pittston Terminal. So if you're here and you don't have one, please see us so we can hook you up with that. If you're out over the road and you do not have a paper log book, stop off at a local truck stop and pick one up. That way you are going to be tidied over until you can get through a terminal and pick up the prime paper log book. This really is a two-in-one because you have several resources on top of the paper logs. You've also got the instruction sheet, the malfunctions and diagnostics sheet, both of which DOT may want to see during an inspection. Now for the next topic I need to cover, I just want to ask, do we have any teams in the room here in Springfield? Okay, Doreen, I saw your hand first. Would you mind coming up here real quick? Sometimes it doesn't pay to have cat-like reflexes, Doreen. <laughs> No hard questions. Oh, they won't be hard and I'll help you out. Okay. Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about whether you should be logged in or logged out for certain circumstances. So you and Don regularly are teaming together. Yeah. But let's say that he wants to go on home time. You're dropping him off. Should he log in or log out? Log out. Log out. Now let's say that Don forgets, you take off, you realize both of you are still logged in, but you're running a solo. Should you keep him logged in or log him out? If I know his code, so I would log him out. But if you're running team and you don't know the other person's code, then you got to figure out how to log them out. So the great news here is when you're logging someone out, you do not need their code. So you okay. could just go into the login screen, touch his name and log him out. Okay. The last thing you want in a team situation is for you to be running solo and get stopped by DOT with a ghost rider logged in. Now, let's say you're putting your truck in the shop. Do you remain logged in or log out? Log out. Log out, of course. Drive status is the one status we cannot fix, so it is imperative that you log out whenever your truck is in the shop. Now, let's say you forget. You don't have access to the Qualcomm. It is still in the shop. What are you going to do? Call you. Call me. <laughs> Please call your log person. Uh, we're totally happy to log you out anytime you forget. And to... I did forget last time. Yeah. Hey, and that's okay. We're perfectly happy with helping you out whenever you need it. All right. That's all the questions I have for you. Thanks, Fred. Thank you, Doreen. <laughs> all right. That's all I have for you today. Does anyone have questions or concerns? Any questions for Brennan? Salt Lake Pittston? 
Keith. We also have those paper logbooks in Laredo. I don't know about Manuka or the other facilities, but I know that in, in Laredo, if you're going through there, in addition to Springfield, Pittston, and uh, uh, Salt Lake City, you can get those paper logbooks in Laredo. Yes, absolutely. We even have them in safety now to pass out, so stop by if you need some. Yeah, we've got them everywhere, so please see us if you need that information, if you need those logbooks. Why don't we put the uh, logbooks up here at the security desks here in the terminal so that they can get them when they're coming through here as well? So currently we do have them in the log department. We hand them out during classes. We have them at the safety department. And as far as paper logs are concerned, they are putting eight days of paper logs worth um, inside the paper log books as well. Um, the permit? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something we can definitely consider, for sure. They also have them over at the driver lineup. Yes. Why don't they put the logbook or put the paper logbooks in the little black bag that you put in your door that has all of your information for the truck and insurance and all that stuff? That way it's always there. Same thing for your... Uh, medical card, put it in there. That way it's always right there. Yeah, so like I mentioned, permits is starting to put the eight days of logs in the permit book. So you should be prepared with that information, but I would encourage you pick up the physical prime paper log book as well so you have all those additional resources. If you leased your truck or got in your truck before probably the first of the year, I would say maybe mid-January, that's whenever the permit or these logbooks started being put in the permit book. So after that, you'll be good. But before that, please stop by and grab some. Yep. All right. Thank you, Brennan. Thanks. Thank you very much. Hey, Johnny, one thing I want to ask real quick. How many of you remember the days of doing paper logbooks? That's all we had before we had ELDs. Man, more hands than I thought we'd see. So that's pretty good. Yeah. we got some veterans in here today. We do. I see some veterans out yep. here. So, so I have another question. How many AC drivers with the truck have your 2024 IFTA sticker on your truck? See, I figured I'd get more hands there if I asked who didn't have it on their How truck. How many right? don't? Uh-huh. Wow, nobody raises hands up that right? <laughs> okay, no, good. No tickets this year for that. So, that's right. Let's keep it going, but, man. But seriously, yeah. if you have not put your 2024 IFTA sticker on, now's the time to get it on. Um, they're here at the terminal. They're at Pittston, they're at Salt Lake City. Even if you opted on the app that you're going to have it mailed to your house, if you haven't gotten by to get it, things happen, weather happens. So go by lineup, um, go by the permit department here, Pittston, Salt Lake. Please get those on your tractors before you leave the terminal. If you're coming through here, if you're out there on the road listening to us, coming through here, please get one on your tractor. All right, so let's move on. You know, health is extremely important here, health and fitness. So this morning we got Colby and Rachel, Driver Health and Fitness Department. Great to have you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, Johnny. How are you? Hey, everybody. Good morning. I'm Colby with Driver Health and Fitness. This is Rachel, our dad. Good morning. So uh, every week we come on here and kind of give you guys, and I appreciate safety giving us the time. We always want to come up every week with a health tip. 
uh, because obviously we know a healthier driver is a safer driver. So Rachel is going to come up. She's going to she, well, not come up. She's going to come up with a, uh, so a topic this morning or a health tip. So go ahead, Rachel. So, yeah. So the health tip for this morning is just thinking about the fiber that you're getting in your meal. So fiber is a really cool way to control what the calories that your body actually absorbs. So it's kind of like a little hack. If you are struggling with weight control or diabetes or any heart issues or anything like that, um, having a little better calorie control can be really helpful. So fiber actually creates a net. It's not just, has anyone ever heard the term like fiber is just like a filler food? Like it's just like roughage. So fiber, yeah, it, that is not the case. So fiber does a lot more than that for you. It actually creates a gel in your intestines. Um, and so then as the food is going through, it holds on to those proteins, carbohydrates, fats, um, and it regulates how much of that you're going to absorb. Um, and it's also feeding the good bacteria, which is helping your metabolism uh, long term because the good bacteria do all kinds of good stuff for you. Um, so so yeah. fiber. So too much fiber is bad? Yeah, well, too much fiber is bad. Starting out, like if you're adding fiber into your diet, you do want to start slow and you want to increase how much water you're drinking with it. Um, but like let's say, let's say you are, let's say you're eating out at a truck stop. An easy way to add fiber is like keep an eye out for the um baby carrot, celery, and cherry tomato little cups. Anyone ever seen those out there? Especially at like loves. Um, or maybe you can add some nuts like have a handful of nuts throughout your day. Those are a great way to get fiber in. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. It's If you're cooking on the truck, there's a ton of different ways. So you can come talk to me if you need help with that. So do you have a recommendation for amount of fiber? Let's say, for instance, somebody say, well, I don't know how much fiber should I get? So ideally, if you can be at 14 grams per 1,000 calories. So let's say the average adult, like female, is eating 2,000 calories, then that would be about 28 grams of fiber a day. Awesome. That's awesome. Anybody got any questions about fiber or anything? Yeah, we got one right here. He's got a microphone right there. Sorry. How about psyllium? Yeah, so we want to do food first forms of fiber. So psyllium husk is a good way to do it, but kind of as an add-on. Um, so if you're getting your food first from like the whole foods, like let's say, so the psyllium husk, it's uh, only a small component of the actual food. Um, so it's it's kind of taken away some of the other benefits that you would have gotten with that with that food component. Does sure. that make sense? Yeah, what if you're, uh, you're fasting? yeah, yeah, it can totally work fine with intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's still okay. Yeah, you can definitely still get enough fiber in through that way. Great question. Anybody? Uh, yeah, else? and what we are having a cooking demo um, after the meeting at about 9.30. So if anyone, if you're here in the terminal and you want to try out some breakfast burritos, try a little sample, uh, it's only using one pot. Like we're, it's just using an electric skillet. Um, so if, if that is something that you want to do on your truck is cook on your truck, definitely come by and check out that. Yep. Um, and then before, right around the lunch hour, we're having a local guy coming in who is doing kombucha sampling. Um, so if any of you guys ever want to try some local kombuchas, that's a good time to check them out. Yep. And we'll go live on the live stream for that cooking. So those of you that aren't here on site, you can actually come and do a, uh, we're going to go live so you can kind of watch how we do it and stuff like that. So as always, if you guys have any questions, let us know what we can do to help you guys. Okay. Thank you guys. Thanks. All right, thank you. Well, next we're going to bring up leasing here. We've got Maddie and Dana from our leasing department going to talk about trucks to you this morning a little bit. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Friday. So I'm Maddie with leasing. This is Dana. Good morning. So we want to talk about a couple things about leasing. So one benefit of leasing with us is after you've leased with us for 90 days, you can order a truck. At that time, you can order a standard lease truck or a lease purchase truck. 
Lease purchase is the option where you're doing a lease option with the option to purchase. So those payments that you make weekly are actually going towards paying for the truck. Then after the three year or four year term, then you actually own the truck outright. Um, with that being said, down payments on those trucks are 14,000, goes down $1,000 for every year you've been leasing with us. And then right now we are ordering for the month of July. We are, I'm out of breath. <laughs> we are ordering um, four dates again. So back kind of when COVID was going on, trucks were running delayed and we had to order per the month. We are back to ordering for dates. Um, trying to think. Well, you can also pay your truck off early. Um, and if you want to do that, we require a 30 day notice. It's in your contract, but it gets skimmed over a lot. It takes time for us to get your title on hand. We don't keep it in office. So we do require a 30 day notice. You would go on our website, successleasing.com. Under the Knowledge Center, uh, right at the top, it's an early truck payoff. You'll fill that out. It'll send me an email. You can do that too if you're just wanting to know where you're at or what your payoff is, if you're curious. I'll email you back and then if you truly want to pay off, you'll let me know and I'll get your title for you and then we can process it once we have it 30 days later. Yeah, another big question we get is, okay, so I'm buying my truck. How long can I run it with Prime? So although it's kind of a gray area, we don't have an exact number for you, we do strive to keep the age of the fleet down. With that being said, this year, the December of 24, all 2018 and older trucks will get phased out of the fleet. If you guys have questions on that, come see us because we have plenty of opportunities for you guys to lease with us, do another lease purchase, things like that. And a lot of it just has to do with our service to our customers as well as the technology on these trucks. And you'll get a heads up. I mean, the December of this year, that was let to, known to everyone like a year ago. So it's not going to like we're going to jump and say, hey, you got to get rid of your truck or whatever. But yeah. Any questions? I have a question. Oh. Hi. <laughs> um, so are they able to order any other trucks besides Freightliners right now? So right now we're ordering Freightliners and Peterbilt's. Volvos we're still in negotiation with, but the ball's kind of in Volvo's court, kind of on waiting for them to get back to us. So this question is going to come up because you weren't specific, specific. <laughs> you said at the end of the year, you're going to start phasing out 2018s and older. Now by phase out, you mean if it's 2018 or older it cannot be in the fleet correct okay just, yep. just being a little more specific <laughs> any others all righty well if you guys have any questions come see us in the z building thank you all right. so great. great job so uh great job by our leasing department it's great to have them up here it's been a few it's been a while since we've had them so we try to get them up here at least every three or four weeks so uh they can just update us what's going on on the leasing side so big question how many of you already have your taxes done got one person there we go one person give her yeah, a big round of applause great job <laughs> no if you're like me still waiting to and uh, i think i'm gonna have to pay this year so i think i'm gonna wait till by april but get your taxes done and that brings us up to our next speaker we have terry here with abacus so good morning terry good morning good morning and i've also brought betsy with me as well so yes it is tax time Yes, nobody likes to pay their taxes, likes to prepare their taxes. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort. But why are you here? You're here because you came to this company because you know you wanted to make money, right? And you want to keep the money that you've made because it's yours, right? 
Well, if you don't file timely and you don't pay those taxes timely, then you're going to have some of that money taken from you that you weren't probably prepared for. That's interest and penalties. And they will assess those to you if you don't file timely. So April 15th is the first deadline for your taxes. Okay. And that is, um, well, it's here. It's coming. It's going to be coming soon. So what you need to do is make sure that you get your paperwork all together. Make sure you get it to the accountant to make sure that they can get it filed for you. Now, when you're choosing your accountant, make sure that they understand this industry. Okay, because there are a lot of things that if they don't understand it, they may miss. So ask those questions. Okay, be very bold about it. Ask if they understand transportation. Ask them what a lumper is. If they don't understand that, they may miss an expense for you. Okay, so you need to make sure that you're asking those questions. Now, what if you can't get all your paperwork together by April 15th? You can file an extension and that extension will get you all the way through until October. Okay, but that's an extension to file. That's not an extension to pay. So now you're thinking, well, how am I going to know what I'm supposed to pay if I haven't filed? I mean, I don't understand all this. Well, if you're a lease or owner op, you probably should have been paying quarterly estimates. And that's a prepay before your tax return is filed. So if you've paid your quarterly estimates, bam, you've already got that one out of the way because you've prepaid in your tax amount. Now you are going to do your extension. You don't have the penalty to file. If you haven't paid, you need to go ahead and do that. Okay. So first quarter estimate is also coming up. Guess what? Same day, April 15th is when that is due as well. Now we are upstairs and we can help you with all of that. We have an office here and we have an office in Pittston. Danielle is there in the office in Pittston. We're working on Salt Lake. We're going to try to get there. But make sure you come and see us because Betsy, what happens if you don't file at all? Because, you know, it's just too much hassle. I don't want to file. Yeah, so if you, you know, if you just kind of put it to the wayside and you don't end up filing your taxes, eventually what the IRS is going to do is they're going to file a tax return for you. Are they going to know about your deductions? No, they're not going to have any idea what your deductions are. So they have, if you're an owner-operator, you've got a 1099 that Prime's going to issue to, to you for your trip revenue. They're going to file you single, and they're going to say all of that was your income, okay? So if you have a 250000 1099, guess how much tax is going to be on that? Not including the taxes that they file on that, but also the penalties and interest because you didn't file. So it can be very, very steep. So I understand that, you know, doing taxes and taking that time out of your day can be very cumbersome and can be stressful. However, if you do not file, just know the IRS will file for you um, because they can't start assessing taxes and actually send you a bill for taxes until a tax return has been filed. So they have every reason to want to file a tax return for you so they can assess taxes. Now, during COVID time, we saw a lot of notices were being decreased because they had enacted that they weren't going to pressure taxpayers during COVID. That COVID timeframe is over now. We are getting flooded with tax notices Absolutely. right now with people owing taxes and not filing. So I urge you, if you have not taken care of a tax return for previous years, that you get with an accountant and you do so, and you also do not delay on filing your taxes this year. Now, if you owe for multiple years, you can set up an installment agreement. The IRS has a great tool for you to do that online yourself. It's it's free. The IRS charges a, a small convenience fee for them, but you can look online. If you haven't registered an account with the IRS, I urge you to 
do so. It's very easy for you to pay your taxes, for you to set up an installment agreement. Just know you cannot set up an installment agreement and stop any garnishments from happening if you have unfiled tax years. And that's the biggest problem I'm finding right now. And if you have concerns with that, come see us. That's what we do. And we can help you with that. Okay. Um, any questions? I have one. Yep. Online. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, what are some tips um, that you could give to help streamline the tax process? Well, or the filing process? start early, start early. Yeah. For one, um, it, at Abacus, we have an app that allows you to fill out all your tax information really easily and take pictures of everything that you need and send it automatically to Absolutely. us. Um, and I know a lot of other accounting firms do that. Um, so the biggest thing is keeping your documents all year long. I know that it's, you know, buy an accordion folder, keep all your documents through it through the year um, because that's why people tend to want to wait to file. Now I will say, if for some reason you're getting to that extension time frame and you still don't have all of your expenses, you might just file and amend it later if you find your documents. You can still do that. So I know that kind of tends to be the thing that I get in trouble with clients is they're like, I don't have this, I don't wanna file. And I'm like, okay, well, let's look at your bank documents. Let's try to find something, some form of verification. Mm -hmm. But keeping your documents all year round is really the best tool. Another one, what's the name of the app? Um, Abe's app. Yep. It's Abacus, but it's Abe's app. I'm going to plug the ACE2 class. And if you haven't taken that, make sure that you do, because that's going to help you understand all of your expenses that are flowing through your settlements here at Prime. And that has a, quite a few of them. Then you need to keep track of all of your expenses that you're paying cash. Okay. So budget, 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 save, put back 20 to 30%. You know, you need to keep track of those things, have that savings. So you're not caught off guard. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. And we appreciate just, you. Just another plug for any of you that are also not owner operators, just employees, just keep in mind, there's another, the energy credits are really big right now. So if you did any energy improvements, make sure you get that credit. You have your receipt. All right, thank you. Very, very good information there. And as a former fleet manager, I can tell you I've heard, I've seen some horror stories pushing those taxes off, not filing them, not using a professional that understands the trucking industry. Please don't be at home first week of April and guys standing out there in an Uncle Sam uniform with holding a sign. Don't go to that guy. Is that from personal experience? It's not from personal okay. experience. If it was, I wouldn't tell you. There you go. Good man. So what do we got next, Johnny? All right. So we're going to bring Doug Tam and Andy Bell up here. Talk about reefers real quick. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning, morning Prime. Good morning. Hey, there you go, Charles. Hey, uh, first <laughs> off, you know, thank you for what you do. You know, we understand we don't have a job here. You know, we're just a, we're su a supporting group, uh, all of us, to make sure you're successful and to help you. Uh, through all your issues, you know, on the road assist side, if that's tires, plaza, you know, I'm here to answer any kind of questions for you. I'll be over here after the meeting as well, but we appreciate what you're doing out there. You, and we, we know you sacrificed a lot and we, we definitely appreciate it. We got Andy Bell up today. He's going to talk about some alerts that we're getting, some data logger alerts, and then also some updates that we're going to be doing to improve our fuel mileage on our reefers. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Doug. Uh, yeah, my name is Andy Bell. I'm actually the, the carrier rep. Um, Guys, the, I know a lot of you in the reefer division have been experiencing the data logger alarms recently. Um, basically, what it comes down to is carrier forgot to program into the programming this year that it was a leap year, so it's throwing our data logger off. 
Um, they do have a new update coming out. Um, supposed to be out this week, but I haven't gotten it yet, so I'm going to say assume next week. Um, but uh, but if you are getting that alarm, it's it's just the nuisance alarm. It shouldn't be causing any problems for you. Um, so it's uh, just kind of ignore it until we can get it straightened out. Um, and then the other thing I was going to talk about on our new 7700s um, that are coming out, the X4 7700s. Um, one of the benefits of that, one of the major benefits of that, is it has an ultra low speed. So it's actually going to drop that that unit down into an, an old, a lower speed. So right now we have the two speeds, which is 1800 RPM, and we have a, a 1325. This one will actually drop it down to around 1125. So it should save quite a bit of fuel. Um, you're only going to see it if it's running in a continuous run. It won't ever do it if it's actually running in, in start-stop operation because it won't ever drop down that low. Uh, but you will see it in the continuous run mode. So hopefully that will help you help you with fuel savings along the way. So um, anybody have any questions on the reefer units while I'm up here? Keith, right here in front. Yeah, I noticed in California they're going to start refusing loads on yeah. reefers that don't have the card <laughs> stickers. What are you going to do about that? Yeah, and and we do, and that is a good point to bring up. We do have to have card stickers on all the reefer units now. Um, we're in the process of getting those put on. Um, it's we're, we're really trying to figure out the best way to attach them to the units right now is really what we're working on. But yeah, you should, all the reefer units are going to have to have carb stickers on them. You'll have to have two per unit, both, both doors, and they do have to be there. They are specific to that unit, okay? Will those be available on the app? No, they are not. Not yet. I, we're working on it, but that's, it's just, there's a lot of steps to go into place to be able to get that stuff out there for them. But, uh, but that's a great question. Yeah, we're working through that as quickly as possible. You know, I always like to mention, you know, Jeff Chisholm always comes up and reminds us to always walk up to the front of the reefer, you know, to make sure you don't have any product left after you leave a shipper. Uh, and also make sure, you know, if it's an empty trailer, walk it, sweep it out, get that debris out of there. Make sure you haven't sucked up any uh, shrink wrap, you know, on the front of that trailer on that return side, because it will really affect how much fuel you're going to be burning during that load. And it can cause you a claim too. So make sure we're paying attention to that stuff. We want to make sure we're walking up to that trailer. Make sure the chutes are hung properly. You know, I know uh, one of our customers. If, if there's one chute rivet down, they're not loading our trailer. So make sure we're walking up there and we're repairing those. Uh, we do pay. You know, to hang, rehang those chutes on, over the road. Uh, contact your road assist advisor, and they'll tell you they'll they'll hook you up and and pay us so we don't have to call out a service truck or get a get a trailer out of service and not be able to utilize it. So that affects all of us. Let's make sure we're all buying into that. Thank you all. Thank you. All right. Thank you both. Good job, guys. Appreciate it. All right. So, you know, you'd mentioned Monday we've got a big day. We've got our 2 million plus mile dinner Friday, Monday night. We also have another big event Monday, right? We do. We have the new DAB board members, their first meeting. First so meeting. 27 new yeah. members. Awesome this year coming into dab so if you're a current or incoming dab member and you're here at this meeting please stand up let's recognize you so some of these other folks can put a face with the name oh yeah all right if you're a current dab member sit down if you're an incoming dab member stand up if you're still standing up we'd like for you to come up here on the stage with us real quick No such thing as a free breakfast, Roy. We're going to make you earn it. They were not aware this was going to happen this morning. No, they weren't, I don't think. So this is good. Okay, so what we would like to do 
You know, this, this meeting here is a great meeting and these are your lifelines to get through. If you have questions, you know, you've got on the prime app, ask dab. These are the members that are going to be addressing those questions, bringing them to these meetings. So anything you have, you know, we want to make sure that, that folks know who you are. So if you can tell us your name, what division you're in and how long you've been here at prime. Mike Thomas from the Raver Division. I've been here for two and a half years. Patricia Farner. I'm in the Reefer Division and I've been here for three and a half years. Roy Romo. I've been here for 14 years, Reefer Division. Charles Smith, Reefer Division. Been here a month short of seven years. Bruce Reeves going on five years and I'm in the Hopper Division. Dorian Cook, Reefer Division. I've been here 13 years. Jimmy Jackson, Reefer, and I've been here about 14 years. Awesome. Good deal. Here you go, Johnny. Give this back to you. All right. So we're going to go through here. Just give me real quick, you know, what's one of the reasons you signed up for DAB and what are you looking to, to do to help out in, in your term here on DAB? Uh, the biggest reason is had to do with, do with uh, TNT training and getting some sort of structure. So we put out a better product to the company and um, the customers. Hey, uh, who's your fleet manager? Connor Bacon. Connor Bacon. All right. Good deal. I'm going to start down here. Go ahead, Jimmy. What's your reason? Uh, I was on the original DAB group that uh, started back in, I believe it was 2016. And just the opportunity to come back and help out on kind of just standard operating procedures and getting everything going. And we're there's not a lot of questions out there anymore on how stuff goes because you see a lot of stuff on Facebook that's a lot of bad information. So, uh, Rob Darden. I wanted to be on DAB because I wanted to be a voice for the drivers and because I love to learn. And the best way to learn is to get in front of the people that can teach me. Good deal. Doreen? Come on. <laughs> I just um, mentioned John Blomberg, but I would like to be the voice for a, the company division as a true co I was company for seven years. Uh, in the company division, and now I'm a company driver on the lease division, and there is a little bit of difference. And I would like to be able to kind of come to management and say, hey, just maybe a little bit, you know, see if we can do some stuff. All right. Go ahead, Roy. I like to think that uh, I'm going to be able to help this industry uh, in some way, some form. Uh, plus the fact that I'm going to be amongst some of the brightest here in, in our company, uh, trying to figure out a way to make this company even better than it is. My fleet manager is Stephen Ray. Hey, Roy, uh, now you competed in the truck driving championships throughout the years, too. Last year, you're out there in Utah, knocked it out of the ballpark, first I place. I did. Not only that, what was it? 2018. 2018. I was rookie of the year, first place here in Missouri. That's right, 2018 Rookie of the Year first place. So Roy does more. It does a great job of uh, really putting our company up on a pedestal out in public. Yeah, he did. Went to Nationals like, both years. There you go. Yeah, two different. I think you're the first one to have done that. Yep. <laughs> so that's awesome. So it's great. This year you'll be back at it again. So hopefully, and we'll, we'll go from there. So defend my title. There you go. Yeah, you got to. So go ahead, sir. Hey, good morning. Uh, as far as why I joined DAB, um, you know, one of my favorite presidents, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, once said, if you're complaining without offering solutions, you're just whining. 
and I decided I didn't want to be a whiner. I wanted to be part of the solution. And my fleet manager is Kyle Walk. Go ahead, Charles. Yeah, good job. Well, I'm fortunate to be a, one of the returning members. I was on the board after Jimmy. We uh, and we were the COVID board. We were we stayed on a little bit longer than some of the others. Um, but the great thing about that was it's been able to give me some perspective. I was pretty new when I the first time I was on the board. I was only been at Prime about a year and a half, and now coming up on seven years. Um, I think I can look at things a little bit differently than before. And to just give back to this company that's given me and my family so much to be able to communicate the needs of the fleet to management and what the direction that management has for the company back to the fleet and help solve problems together. All right. Let's give them all a big round of applause. Yeah. Great job. You know, I'm going to ask if you can see these faces up here ask you guys to hang around just a little bit after the meeting. If anybody has any questions for them, you know, please come up, talk to them if that's all right with you guys. You know, our meetings on Monday, there's still time to get, uh, get information in on the Prime app, ask a DAB member. So please utilize that. It's a great tool. It's a great resource for our company. These guys bring a lot to the table and we certainly appreciate all that you do. All right, yeah, another big round of applause for them. Go ahead and get on back. Thank you very much for coming up here. All right, so let's do some housekeeping here. Let's you know, we it. forgot to mention that this is, you know, live on Facebook, on social medias this morning. So if you're out there listening, uh, we hope you're being safe. Looks like we're getting a, a downpour out here all of a sudden. So be safe out there. Also want to mention, we've talked about the Prime app a few times. If you're new, if you have a few struggles with it, our expert Richard right over here can answer any questions that you have. Dave and I can help to a certain extent, but Richard's the man you want to talk to for sure on that. Also, too, we have our uh, IT help desk up here, too. So even after the meeting, if uh, Richard has takeoff, so I think he has a meeting here shortly after 9 o'clock, just you know, let us know. We'll get you up to the IT help desk. Those, those guys are great. Uh, the guys and gals we got in there, they do a great job with, uh, with the app and helping you out. So what do you got next? All right, so one more thing that we're going to talk about. If you noticed... The majority of the speakers up here, we're in red. We're in red every Friday, and red stands for Remember Everyone Deployed. So every week, we want to honor any military veterans that we have, past or present. If you're, if you're here, if at any of the terminals, please stand up. Let us thank you for your services. We greatly appreciate it. Got a lot of military veterans in here. This is great. You know, I'm looking at my watch, and, and I'm not going to mention any names, but sometimes, you know, our next two speakers kind of get their time cut a little bit short. And not so today. I think we need to give them ample, ample opportunity to talk this morning. So let's bring up Mr. Steve Wuckey. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Good to see you all here today. Um, <clears throat> and you new folks, thanks for joining us. We, uh, we have a long way to go before we're perfect. And we recognize that. I think uh, one thing I would share with you, just our driver advisory board, um, it is about us trying to be transparent. And to be transparent, you got to listen. you got to understand that you can always get better. And uh, really, that's the purpose. That's how we started this thing. We really do want to continue to be the best company out here. And the way to do that is to have the best drivers out here. And the way to do that is to listen to our best drivers and make changes as we need to. So uh, it is a great event, and we're, then we'll look forward to the, the two million and larger 
two million mile safe driving group. And I think we've got a five million this year. So really special. Um, yeah, I'm wearing red. Remember everyone deployed, but I got to say, how about those chiefs? What about that? I've got uh, I've got some friends uh, that are customers that were 49er fans, and it was pretty easy. I just said maybe next year, uh, you know, we can do this again. Uh, hope we get to play them again next year. Make it three or four times in a row. Um, on the business side, uh, I will share with you. It seems like we had a little bit of a hangover, Super Bowl hangover this week. Uh, it's a little bit softer this week than we had hoped for. But uh, we'll see it picking up again, and we're headed the right direction, I can tell you. Uh, our sales team, we've been in Georgia this week. We've been up in uh, Pennsylvania and New Jersey as well. So everybody's in there digging and scrapping for every load we can find at a rate that you all will be proud of. Um, we, we know that uh, in our business model, we can't, match, we can't match low price, and our strategy is pretty simple. We want to be the low-cost service provider not the low price guy. Low cost means we're going to run on time. We're going to keep our customers uh, out of claims. We're going to keep our customers from these fines that many of our shippers are imposing for running late. So uh, it's a tremendous value to our customers. So the delta in our mind between low cost and low price sometimes is awfully big. And that's the way we're proceeding with this bid process. Right now, I would say that we probably have 15 to 18 bid packages going with some of our major customers. Uh, these rates will then go into effect in April. Many of them, some have already gone in uh, into place. Uh, we're winning on a lot of these bids. We're able to maintain our existing capacity. And based off the service you all give us, we're able to look at new opportunities as well. Look, our customers are just like us, man. They want to be, they want to buy hard. They want to buy as best they can, but they got to have service. They got to have service and nobody does it better than the group I'm looking at here and all of you on social media that are part of uh, the prime team. So it's true. It's very true, Roy. Thank you. Um, so I've rambled a little bit. I'm going to let the El Jefe, the big man, come up here and kind of wrap up this meeting. Uh, you can tell he's not a 49er fan. Uh, I, I don't think. No, no you haven't, way. You haven't no, switched on me, no have you? No way, man, those California fans. I'd like yeah. to thank you all one more time. Thanks, and please be safe. Our highest calling is safety. Safety first, then service, okay? Thank you. Go ahead, Robert. Yeah, you know, as far as uh, San Francisco is concerned, it wouldn't bother me too much. You're going to slid off into I wouldn't worry. <laughs> wouldn't want anybody to get hurt, but if it kind of slid off into the ocean, I wouldn't be that disappointed. I mean, Cal California, they drive us crazy with these regulations and uh, all this stuff. But you know what? We've got some smart people here, and we'll fight our way through it. They can't throw enough at us to stop us, so we'll just stay after it. She is pretty rowdy, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's getting impatient. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's good to see you all. We appreciate what you do. You know, Steve described it very well as far as what's going on with these bids and customers needing service. I mean, the way that works, you know, they make the awards. And a lot of that is very price-oriented. You know, our good, our better customers are more thoughtful, smarter. They're all, any customer is a good customer. But they make 
awards maybe slanted toward price. Then they start awarding the business, right? And they start dishing it out there. And then these folks either pick it up or they don't. They either deliver it or they don't. All of it might be there in good condition at the right temperature. And some of it might not be. So that's where the service piece comes in. And that's the dynamic out there in the marketplace. Just because we don't get the award doesn't mean we won't eventually get the business. And that is thankfully to you all. The sacrifices you make, the way you run your trucks, the way you pick up and deliver on time and safely, product all in good condition and standing tall. You know, that's it's a hard job. This is a hard business. This is a difficult industry. You know, you folks that are new and just getting started, you know, this ain't easy. It's not easy. Now, the rewards can be really, really good, but you got to do so much right. There's so much detail. I mean, just look at some of these bills of lading that you have to read through and cipher through. I mean, it's complicated. You got to check all that stuff and then keeping the temperature right, keeping the count right, you know, plus all the other things that we have to watch to be a successful trucker. So it's not easy. That's my point. We, you know, these in-house folks, like me and Steve, we don't pick up one load or deliver one load on time. You all do that. You all do that. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. Our customers appreciate it too. You do one heck of a job. And I'm very proud to be associated with this group of drivers. You're phenomenal. So I thank you. I ask you to please be safe out there. God bless each of you.